everyone, this is the Popcorn Heroes review of Zombieland Deuce. Deuce. It's called Zombieland Double Tap. Double Tap. Because of the rules. I get it. Yeah, you get it? It's a zombie pun. You ever double tap anybody? No. But that was rule number what? Three? Some shit like that? Double tap. That was rule, I thought that was rule number two. I thought that was rule number one. Isn't it rule number one cardio? There, there you, you go. go. Or is it limber up? No, 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 no. Limber up was way later. But don't you need to limber up before your cardio? <sighs> I, I, True, it, it, but I think, I think in general, like, cardio is the big important. You're just talking about the most important things in yeah. order of importance. Like, right. yeah, so cardio is very important, so mm-hmm. cardio. Okay. I am Armando. With me, as always, is Pedro. Hello, hello. And God's gift, Orlando. Yo, yo. yo. What's up, kids? As usual, premise, and then... We'll give you a one out of five and a quick, 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 quick thoughts on it. And then we'll jump into it. Swan dive. Okay. Let's do it, Pedro. Cool. So, <laughs> this is a sequel to the first Zombieland. If you haven't seen the first Zombieland, stop listening to this right now and watch it. I think you skip it, honestly. No. No. You gotta, we got to watch it. watch it. They have reference, their the, the yes. chemistry and all that shit. So after you watch the first film, welcome back. Woo-hoo. All right. So this movie takes place 10 years after the first film, and it follows the survivors. I have a list here because I forgot their names. Tallahassee, Columbus, Wichita, and Little Rock. And it starts off with them setting up camp in the White House. Yep. And I guess to avoid any spoilers, it's just... It's them continuing to survive in Zombieland, but now they're getting comfortable. So now they're trying to figure out what's yeah, what new conflicts happen with this comfort that they have. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, Yeah. shenanigans ensue, and uh, that's pretty much it. And guest stars come in. Yep. And that's all. And that's all she wrote. Yeah, man. Good job, Pedro. Loved it. Thank you, Orlando. One out of five. (laughs) Short thoughts. Um, I would give it like a four point five. Damn, that's pretty high praise. Damn, high praise. Paige, you sat next to me during the movie, so you you know I laughed a lot. Right, I know. Yeah, he was laughing (laughs) the entire time. Orlando laughs really hard too. Yeah, Yeah. heard that. The whole theater was laughing at him more than the jokes. (laughs) Yeah, so I I honestly really liked it. Um, The humor is very like surface level. Like it's very like. The humor plays to everybody's stereotype, mm-hmm. and it's very easy, like humor to make. But I think they just nail it. I think they nail every, not mostly every joke. Like even when jokes start getting like too repetitive, there's like a break in between, so then it doesn't like linger on and get stale. So yeah, I really, I, I think that that could be a, a negative. Like in terms of somebody else who can review it, might be like, oh, this these jokes are so like one-dimensional and so like easy to to make um based on everyone's archetype but it to, in my opinion i feel like then they nail it and it's just pure fun like it is it's pure fun movie mm-hmm. so and the, the story is pretty predictable but in my opinion like when i when i when we do when i do when we do these reviews like if i really don't have anything like negative to say about like that i really enjoy it then that's where it scores like so high yeah 
like when we did our yesterday review, I gave like a five because I, really, I couldn't really figure out any any negatives, mm. you know. So I'm not like always looking to dissect the movies in terms of like writing and stuff like that. Like it's like how do I feel coming out that the the theater? So yeah. so yeah, four point five. Very enjoyed it. Nice, Pedro. I give it a three point five. Um, I liked it, and the reason why I'm not giving it as high as uh, as Orlando here is because um, there's just a feel for this movie. So the first movie, it was obviously a parody, but it was still grounded mm-hmm. in reality, like. There was stuff that made sense, and it was just in a parody manner. But here, there was so many things that was just way too over the top, caricatures that are way too crazy. And obviously, it's funny, and this movie didn't take itself serious, and that's good. But there was still a version of like part one where it was still semi-serious. It was like a nice, happy medium between the two, where it's like, yeah, we're, we're full of shit, but at the same time, there, there's a story to tell here. This one, it was just like balls to the wall, just like, yeah. Look at all these stereotypes. Look at all this craziness. And it kind of weirded me out a little bit because I was like, this almost feels like a parody of Zombieland rather than a Zombieland sequel to me. That's more of a nitpick. I still enjoyed it. I still had fun with it. Yeah. And uh, there was a certain there were certain plot points that they kind of started and for no reason and it just did never went anywhere. And I was kind of like, what was the point? They should have kept it like tighter. Mm-hmm. The movie kind of went in too many directions yeah. and it really only followed like one thing i don't know it was, it was a little strange i was like all these subplots for no reason so that's why i kind of lower it down a little bit because i wish it was a more straightforward tighter movie like the first one was but uh i love the characters as always and um some of the cameos which i'll get into it were fucking phenomenal so uh but yeah i i, I liked it yeah um i'll give it three out of five for me like i you pretty much summed up how i felt there's something off about it <clears throat> the movie itself was was pretty was good. It wasn't it wasn't a bad movie, but it didn't feel like number one. Like there was something very weird about it, and I think you touched upon all that. That like there was it wasn't tight enough, you know, and it, it was over the top. Oh, like super over the top. It, it felt fake to me. The yeah. whole entire movie felt fake to me, and the first one never really felt that way. Like it always felt like like you said, it was grounded in something, and I think this movie it was too over the top for its own good, and it felt like it wasn't. It's like we were talking about. This show was a was a this movie. This movie got turned into a show, and then it got well, turned it, into it a was, movie again. It was originally meant to be a show, but he crunched it into a movie. Yeah, and for some reason, the movie felt really good. The, fo- the movie felt, felt good. Felt, felt really good. And then the show didn't take off, and mm-hmm. he got pissed. Yeah. So he made a sequel. Yeah. So I feel a lot of plot points in the show got made yeah, into this exactly. movie. Exactly, and it, and it just feels. It feels like a show. Yes, yes. And, and it didn't feel like a movie at all. This felt like a sci-fi show. Ish, idea. yeah. yeah. yeah like, like, it's like a show. It's just w- like, w- with a great fucking budget, but yeah. you know what I mean. It, it could have potentially been a streaming show, which it technically would have been if it would have stayed on Amazon. But it felt like a show to me. It didn't feel like a movie. I didn't feel like I was watching a movie. It felt very all the top. The, the, the acting was, was, pretty, was pretty decent. I just, there was just something really off about the whole thing that I wasn't really, it wasn't letting me enjoy it enough. Um, the jokes were pretty good. Everybody coming back was great. Just seeing all those people back together again. Um, some of the new characters were pretty funny. Uh, so overall, I thought it was a pretty good movie, but I just, it just didn't, I don't think it was as good as number one. And I think if you were to watch these back to back, you would definitely see a very huge tonal shift in these movies. And I, and I think that's the reason why. And the fact that I saw Zombieland very recently, and I was just like, ah, you know, it's just kind of like, it didn't, it didn't feel like it at all. 
Um, but next question is, would you guys recommend it? Oh, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I would. If yeah. you've seen the first one, you you might you're gonna have fun seeing this one. That's pretty yeah. much the gist of it. You're gonna have fun. Right. Yeah. If if I if you've seen the first one, definitely watch this one. Mm-hmm. I would definitely recommend it. Um. So let's get into the spoilers. Spoilers are here, and everyone. Spoilers. Mm-hmm. Spoilers. We're jumping into it. Spoilers. All right. Um. I would like to say it's not really much of a spoiler, but Abigail Breslin looks very different. Her voice changed too, right? Well, she got. She older. She can't, oh, of course, yeah. But her, she, her, she's just completely different. Like, but she think about it, dude. When, and she can't really. I don't think she acts as well. When the movie came out, I think she what she was, she was probably like twelve, like twelve, and now yeah. she's so she's twenty three right now. And wow. then, and then ten years ago, she was like, she was well, 13, 12. Yeah, yeah. Subtract a few for how long Filming, the movie took yeah. to make. She's like twelve years old. There and you now, go. Yeah, so she's yeah. about twelve. So I mean, shit, from twelve to twenty-three. Like, like, so weird. look at the kid from Sixth Sense if you want to look what, at reference. What, yeah. what could have been is that maybe the um, costume design because they try to keep everyone in the same costume. Yeah, so that she is true. does look like she's trying to fit into like the same clothes she wore in two thousand and nine, mm. but it doesn't really fit her anymore in terms of like that's true as her an adult yeah you, you know was one thing I, I i i i noticed was there a time jump yes yeah they they, they admit that it's they been admit 10 years it's been 10 years so they could have just changed their clothes right but but, but, the but, thing but is they 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 played every they wrote everything into everyone's stereotype so everyone stayed the same they, they, they that's even part of the plot it's the fact that they've been stagnant for 10 years and they and then some of the members get tired of it like there's yeah. no evolution in their yeah. characters. It's kind of just like, oh, we're still here. Oh, yeah. Say, and and that's one of the biggest mm-hmm. plot points of this movie is right. that. So so I I, I think it works. It, yeah. it just felt weird for her because it was such a big uh, growth spurt that yeah. it's more shocking to see her like that than the other. Yeah. And she didn't have that much screen time to really make you care. Not even just care, but like get reintroduced to her. You know, it, it was very quick. But the thing right. is, like, even seeing her acting, I'm like, damn, she acted better as a child than she does in this movie. Yeah. Well, and, like, I've seen other movies from her. She acts pretty good. But I, this I movie, she was just terrible in it. Yeah. It, it goes back to the everything felt like a parody in this movie. More of a parody than the first is what, I'm, what I mean. Yeah. yeah. yeah um, I think it was really off. So one of the things that I was like, what was the fucking point of introducing this if you're not going to go anywhere was the different types of zombies. Oh, yeah. They're like, oh, here is the Homer, which, you know, they played for laughs. Yeah. Here's the Hawkins, which is like the smart ones. Yeah. And then here's the ninja, which you never see ever again yeah. throughout only, the entire movie. Only that, that bus and the bus part. Yeah. <clears throat> it was pointless to introduce those because they didn't. They didn't add anything to they, the It story. didn't add anything. It should have just it been. a gimmick. It, it should have just been the regular zombies and I, in the T-800. I think, I think they did that to, to, yeah, to emphasize the T-800. So then right. that way, like, you realize that, like, at the end, it's a, it's a whole group of T-800s. And then they brought back that Homer at the end. Um, yeah, it, it, the Homer was just for laughs. It was yeah, a laugh, for yeah. It was a gimmick. So I think that's what, it, I think it's just like, how can we introduce this main, like, yeah. zombie? But I, I felt it would have been better yeah. just have a regular zombie. And then and introduce then, a new one. And then the, it the evolved. It got smarter yeah. and stronger. They're like, wait, this one doesn't get killed. Like the, the, exact, yeah. same, the exact same conversation they yeah. had, just, just minus just the others. Just take away the other zombies. Yeah. yeah. The other ones was just for a laugh in the intro, really. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I just felt like eh, it, was, it was very throwaway. Yeah. It, it, they could have used it. If they would have kept that and would have introduced like the ninjas more and more of that in the build up to yeah. it. It was just like that. Eh, that's no big deal. And then suddenly, oh shit, a T eight hundred, and then you only see T eight hundreds for the rest of the movie. Yeah. So it was like, mm. I guess I can see what you're saying in terms of like introducing the zombies. It could have been 
maybe each segment could have been a different zombie. Like the, when they were mm. getting attacked at the Elvis's uh, house, they could have had right. ninjas. That, that actually could have been cool. Yeah. And then and and another place. That's one of the aspects. Rumors. That's one of the aspects that I have no doubt was part of the show. And then he kind of just like rushed it in, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They probably would have played a better part. Yeah. Definitely. Episode by episode. Oh shit. What's this one? It snuck up behind me. Oh, the ninjas. The you know, ninja, yeah. I don't know. Just to do an example, season by season, they introduce a new type. Whatever. Right. Yeah. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, and they could have like ran in like hordes, like different zombies yeah. going different packs. And so th- that was something to me that didn't translate well in a movie. It didn't translate well into this movie the way Because they did there it. wasn't enough attacks. Mm-hmm. So, like, what? They fought zombies at the beginning when they were trying to get into the White House. And I then, mean, they fought zombies a lot. It was just kind of like that, so easy. But the second time was when they were on that bus, when they were trying to get into the... Uh, into the, the, the they, they, they fought zombies four times, if you think about it. They fought, yeah. they, they fought the, in the mall, the, too. The White House, in the, in the mall, not that much. No. The, the White House, I would say the White House, the bus. The bus. Elvis. Elvis. The end. And then the end. At Babylon. Yeah, those, are four. Th- those are the big ones where they actually got challenged. Right. But they were technically them killing zombies the entire time. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Like, yeah, they encountered zombies throughout the whole, the whole, the whole uh, movie. Mm, yeah, I, um, I just, but in, in those encounters, you never saw all those other zombies. So no, that's, like, that's his point. Like, yeah. you could have, you could have introduced them even in the the quiet moments. That way, it makes like world build. I I can understand what you're saying. Like world building, like yeah. it makes the world feel more alive. And, and it's but the problem is that there's no, there wasn't enough time for world world building in this movie. So like, why well, just stick they, to the they, fucking? They shit? did do a lot of world building, especially with the whole hippie town and everything, and the whole like Elvis. So there was world building, but not as far as zombies. It was more world building. Live, there's multiple survivors now, and you kind of see that they're all fucking weird personalities. But the whole hippie side plot. It was pointless. It, 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 it's not that it was pointless because that was a good like climactic battle to have, but it was just so exaggerated. Like, oh yeah, they melt your guns and then oh peace, everyone's but, fucking high as a kite outside. They're all partying, but yeah. the one day they party while they're there is the day that they all. Come. I mean, the, the, the big problem was like, well, if they melt the guns. How have you survived? They never explained that. They never explained like how they created Babylon and how they end up surviving right. for yeah. a long time. Yeah. It was just so cartoony. I understand they were making fun of a stereotype. You know, Berkeley, like it was all in the, you know, it was the joke Mm -hmm. and it was funny as a parody movie. This works great, but you know, it's still semi grounded in reality. So you're kind of like at the back of your mind, like you said, how do these fuckers really survive at the end of the day? So the more you think about it, the more you're like, oh, there's this weirdness. And that's like when I was like saying in my review, like the reason, like I had a good time seeing it, but I see all like the, Mm. like (laughs) the the potholes, like the problems with the movie, because like it's. But I understand that, like, it's like leave your brain at the door because we're literally surface level writing here. Like, anybody could come in and write the dumb blonde jokes, which mm-hmm. was like the whole character. That whole character, right? She, I think she was the best part of the movie. She was the best part she in the end. The yeah. Part, yeah. After and all, I do like the fact that that she had that part where she left and mm-hmm. then she came back. It's yeah. right. obvious that she <laughs> didn't die. Like, yeah, yeah. And so, like, I knew, like, from the big, like, while I was watching the movie, it's like, okay, these. The, the writing in this movie is so surface level that they're not going to delve into like bigger plots or like yeah. bigger meaning. But they never did that in the first movie either. No. The first movie was literally let's get to that that, that happy land or whatever that shit was. And that's right. it. That's the entire movie. Yeah. And I think that's what, why it worked so well because you already it, have it was one point A to point B point one A to point B and then just have the characters interact with yeah. each other and I mean, learn and this all is this similar this is, I, I mean this technically is it was it, it, yeah technically it is let's find Wichita and everything on the way there yeah. no not my, my bad not Wichita Little Rock Little Rock right. 
This is very similar to that. But then it had a lot of side stuff. Yes. Like side right. plots. That, that's what was throwing And that's me what off. Pedro was saying. that like All these side plots that didn't make no sense. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, and the first movie was just straight up. Let's get from here to here. Mm-hmm. And let's have these characters interact with each other. That's right, all right. it was about. Although, although one of the, the, the stops that they had I thought was pretty funny was the uh, the, the Elvis Hotel the Elvis. Where, where they meet their doppelgangers. And, you know, right. that, that was that was pretty damn funny, actually. It was pretty cool. I, I, I don't know who they could have picked, but... Someone better than Luke Wilson to be. Supposedly, it was supposed to be Ryan Reynolds, I believe, <laughs> and they couldn't get Ryan Reynolds, so then it happened to be Luke Wilson. Ryan Reynolds. Uh, Ryan Reynolds could have. Yeah, let me make sure about that. I'll have to check that. But uh, I loved how they chose um, this guy from fucking uh, Silicon Valley, uh, Tom, Tom Middle Middleditch Middleditch. Tom, Tom Middleditch, you're right. Yeah, Flagstaff. Albuquerque's partner. See, my, my problem with this cameo, it's not really, it's like I was saying, it's a stupid you, you, nitpick. You had told me it's definitely a nitpick. It's, but. it's just, it's, it, they're exact copies of each other. I wish they would have inversed it. Mm-hmm. You know, I wish that... Um, Middle Ditch would have been... Would have been the, you know, the, 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 the powerful the or the badass guy, you know? And then Luke Wilson would have been just like the regular guy. Right, but I said that would have only worked if they would have got someone that looks just like Woody Harrelson. Because Luke Wilson doesn't look enough like Woody Harrelson to get the joke that it's reversed, you know? Um, because the fact that Middle Ditch looks like shockingly but, similar but to I, Jesse I think Eisenberg. at this point, that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's your similarity. I don't think you need to get somebody exactly like Woody Harrelson. Because I think the the, 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 the the character dynamics are played off. Yeah, the, the, that joke wouldn't have worked if they didn't have someone that looked like him, though. I right. Think. I mean, even in an alternate universe, it would have been Ryan Reynolds. And that he doesn't look anything like. That's also true. He also doesn't look anything like um, yeah. Woody Harrelson, so. I thought it was funny how they, and, and then there's the commandments and the rules. Like those were pretty funny. That joke went on a tad too long. It was a little bit too long. Yeah, yeah. but like, I get still, it. But, it, but it the characters good. were they weren't there long. Every time there was a joke that I'm like, okay, this is gonna get tiring. Especially like I felt like they were gonna tag along through this whole journey after we meet them, mm-hmm. and then they end up dying. I'm glad they died right away. So and I'm I thought like, that okay, was great. That's great. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I, I, I thought the same thing. I'm like, oh, man, they're going to tag along and then they'll get killed at the climax at the end. But then yeah. when I saw, oh, let's go outside. I'm like, this is where they die hilariously. Yeah. I knew that was going to happen. So yeah. but it was pretty good. Like, oh, no, you, you got bit five times. And then they all start just barfing <laughs> and going nuts. Yeah. It was pretty good. Uh, I just I just it was too on the nose for me. I'm just like, mm, I yeah. get it. But that's every joke in the movie, though. That's yeah. the thing. Like every joke in the movie was every joke is very w- on the was nose. on the nose. Although the on the nose joke that I really like was the whole Uber joke that she oh. did. <laughs> that was, <laughs> that so was really good. good. What if like strangers can like pick you up and you just call them on your phone and yeah. you rate them one <laughs> out of five and they get like. Fired if they're not higher than three, and everyone's like, Haha, "Dumb bitch!" Oh yeah, of yeah. course, yeah. We're gonna get in a car for strangers. Oh, like, like, oh yeah, killed. What's funny is that obviously, like Zombie Land 2009, so it's just like exactly. Uber never, never existed. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I totally. I was like, "Oh man, what a great, so what a great joke!" It, right, it, yeah. it was the smartest joke that yeah. played in that movie. It was on the nose because it was literally like, but. I don't know. But it, they played it, it smartly. They played it, it smartly. Was a, it was a smart joke. Because like Orlando said, in their version of the of the future, whatever, of the present, yeah. and that, that never happened. So yeah. I yeah. thought that was great. I, I, it would be even funny if they mentioned, like, man, I wish I could, I wish we had like some portable devices we could watch stuff on. I think that would have been pretty cool. But Because back in 2009. In um, 2009, you could watch movies on your phone by then, I think. I'm pretty sure. Maybe not as well. The but. smartphone came out in 07. Seven. No, it was two years. 
It's two years. Mm. Yeah, I don't, I don't think you were there yet. Maybe. I think I think you started getting that what maybe 2012. Yeah, but the Uber definitely translated more because we know that's fairly recent, and we know that wasn't yeah. here ten years ago. Yeah, like for sure. Yeah. But true. but definitely, uh, I looked her up. Her name is Madison. Madison was definitely the best character in the movie. She was the best character in that movie. Yeah. And, and what do you, what do you guys think about like the hippie guy? Uh, well, I was gonna say the 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 at least the plots within the characters with like him sleeping with Madison and him having that dilemma with um, what was her name? Yeah. Uh, the problem with that one, after ten years, shouldn't you already know? Like. What are you afraid of at this point? You guys have been together for fucking 10 years. I guess I, I, I guess in, in their mind, it's just like... Is this temporary? Her her mind was like, Zombieland created this this world where like I had no choice in, in terms of like partner. Because like, I found you in Zombieland and it's like, if, mm-hmm. if we were in the real world... I wouldn't date you. Well, oh, right. what, what if, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Because there's more options and the, the world is different. Yeah, so I wouldn't date you even if you're the last man on earth. Oh, wait, but... I mean, you are. Yeah. So, so I could see, I could see that. I guess that dilemma of rising, but it's also like it's one of those things where like it, the writing is like, how can we cause conflict yeah, to yeah. have this resolve at the end? Yeah, it it definitely felt forced. Yeah, I, I don't know. It didn't it feel natural. Cool. Yeah, I agree. Especially with the ten year jump, it just it's felt been awkward. ten years. Like, shouldn't this have happened within yeah. five years? Right. I mean, each other. Yeah, you would think, but at this point, shouldn't you be like, all right, fuck it? I guess you, you, we're yeah. we're it. You know. Uh, yeah, th- this is also part of what I meant, like the very cartoony, very, yeah, right. so part of it. But uh, but it was just enough to get them to leave so that you can move. Now they would have probably fucking stayed in the White House forever. Yeah, it's it's a plot device just to yeah. move them forward. Yeah. I, but I think, I don't think you needed them to break up to give them a plot device. I think the girl just being tired of being coddled would have been enough plot device to be like, I need to get the fuck out of here. And like, oh shit, where did she go? Like, wake up and she's not there. Like, I don't think he needed the whole process of her, of them, him asking her to marry him. And then she's like, oh, I'm scared of this. And then she leads with her sister. Like, I don't think he needed that. I think the, the all you needed was the sister to be like, yo, I'm tired of being here with all you fucks. I need to go out there and find something on my own. Which is essentially what she did. Right. But you didn't need to do the breakup in order to lead to that. To well, but, but, guess, but, the, but the, the, the proposal was showing that she's afraid of commitment right but what i'm saying is that you don't need that you didn't need to do proposal. you didn't need to propose all that crap you just needed her to leave i i i I think i get what you're saying but i guess since since the conflict is her leaving and then she's not in the movie out of all the characters she's in the movie the least amount yeah you don't really get that resolve even at the end it feels kind of like shoehorned in because it was like Oh, I date this guy, and, and she didn't find anything. And at the end, again. It's like, I fucked this guy. Yeah, but so like that—that that doesn't feel like it didn't feel right. Either. It doesn't feel right because because we don't get enough time with her. Yeah, to see like that she's realizing, oh, this is not what I want. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you see her when she meets her the hippie guy. Yeah, and then she's like head over heels, and then like like a light switch, she's no longer head over heels. So. Since that character is is gone for the most of the movie, right? You, you're talking about the sister now, that right, where she's having the issue, right? Yeah, yeah where she's so, having the issue with Woody Harrelson. Mm-hmm. Well, she's having the issue. Well, also she has the issue with Woody Harrelson, but she also has the issue with the hippie, yeah, where uh, Berkeley because she is head over heels for him, and at the end it kind of like just or, or she just uses, uses I, I, him. I I didn't take it as she was head over heels. I just think it was kind of like oh my god, another fucking human, right? And, and so, somebody my age, well, so she was, be, be, because from the get go. She even says, I knew who so-and-so was. So it pretty much shows that all the stories that he was saying on the way there, she knew was bullshit. Right, right. But the thing is, is that like, 
at least when how she portrayed it in in the movie, you don't really get that. You really get like you only oh, get it at the end. Yeah, you only get it at the end. So like you don't really see her like oh I'm why see your shit only at the end, which is like a light switch, where she's like nah, dude, I know what the fuck you're doing. I know mm-hmm. you're, I know who you are, kind of shit. So I I think at least as a as a movie, like the conflict of of having um, Columbus and the girlfriend, the girl's name. Uh, Wichita Wichita having that dilemma at least that's you see that drawn out throughout the whole movie so the re- resolution of it is makes more sense and it, it, it lets it lets there be conflict throughout the movie with like like talking pieces you know and then it gives Madison a reason to exist you could have her in the movie without with them together and then she's just tagging along but yeah. the fact that she's along with this like triangle kind of builds that like you know that tension between the two female characters, especially when she has to go out and like, hey, go kill her. Like, you know, she's gonna turn into a zombie, but yeah. technically kill her anyway because I don't fucking like her. Yeah, it kind of adds more of like, um, and she's like, oh no, she's dying. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, it, it adds more to the story. I, I, for me, I guess I, I didn't. I would. I, I would have been fine without it. <laughs> I don't think it added anything to it. To be honest with you. I think if you wanted to introduce a dumb blonde, you could just done to dumb blonde introduce a dumb blonde to Woody Harrelson's character. Like I mean, it just there's a for me. It, it just it didn't make sense to be honest with you. Like it just that whole breakup thing. It didn't it didn't add anything to the characters. It didn't make him quote unquote grow or whatever. Because I felt like she already had that growth in the first movie, of just like oh I, I'm on my own. Fuck everybody. And then she finds these people, and then she becomes a family with them. Like, shouldn't that that I felt that I was already kind of like solved. And it's been ten years. I'm just like, shouldn't you already solved your issues within ten years of like all this time? And all of a sudden, this issue comes out. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It just that it just fell off. Like, I felt like it, it didn't really make sense within the confines of the movie. Like, they should have already been character growth. They should have been already done stuff already. Mm-hmm. For me, I think the the it would have been better to simplify the plot and have the trigger be Abigail Breslin's character just fucking leave and that's it, you know? Like, oh shit, we gotta go find her. Where does she go? And the movie is them finding people that leads them to to her, which essentially they did, right? It's just to simplify it. Like, I don't need all this other bullshit. Like you said, like there's so much plot side plots that didn't fucking make sense. Like, you didn't need all those things to to carry along and make the characters interact with each other. Like, it's, I don't know. It's just there's, there, there is a way to simplify this. And having a point A to point B with shit happening to them would have been just like the first one. Just like have A to point B, have shit happen to them. And I think it's just, oh, this, this happens to them, but these characters have conflict and this, this happens and these guys have conflict. And I'm just like, no, dude. Like, you didn't need all that. Mm. Just make a fucking basic-ass movie. And that's what made your movie, the first movie so good. It was fucking basic. It was a straight movie, and you and you had fun with it, and that's essentially what I thought was gonna happen after fucking ten years. Like, mm-hmm. don't give me conflict that should have been resolved ten years ago, like or right. five years ago, right. or whatever. And that could be a problem: the fact that like it was supposed to be a show, and all maybe he had all these plots written up, like Pedro yeah. said, and it's all doing. And yeah. it could have been great. That would have made complete sense if it was a show, right? Because. Zombieland happened and then they're going growing together and going through all these things but don't give it to me 10 years like shouldn't you already done this already like 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, right. You, you don't know what happened in those 10 years to justify this. This. Yeah. You know, it's just kind of like. Yeah, it just didn't I, make sense. I get it. What made sense more was her trying to find kids her age. Like Abigail Breslin trying to find kids her age. That made complete sense. Yeah. Right. Because. It's like you're all grown ass people. And then. You, I'm the only kid. And and then they're together. Yeah. You're an old fucking father figure. Yeah. And like, is there actually kids out here? Like, that would have been cool for her to explore that. Like, explore that world with kids. Like. What what how, they grew up here technically, so how's their life in this world? I think I I think I would have loved to seen that story more but, of how kids who grew up in Zombieland are in Zombieland, because that's all they know. Right. That's it. They're, that's literally their teenage years or quote unquote formative years in Zombieland. Like how the fuck did you go through this? Mm-hmm. Like I think that would have been a. I think you would have better laughs and whatever, but it is what it is. I will say that the best part of the movie they saved for the end, the after credits. <laughs> it was good. It was dude. good, dude. I'm, 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 I'm a big, about him back. I'm, I'm biased. So, okay. I didn't know he was going to come at the end, uh, but I liked that they threw him into the movie anyways by showing the, the oh, I'm, you, uh, I almost murdered you. <laughs> and then they're like, murdered? They're like, yeah, you know, when I think you're a zombie and then I kill you, but you end up being a human. And they're like, oh... Where'd that name come from? Yeah, some motherfucker killed Bill Murray. <laughs> and when I find him and everyone was like, like oh, shit. oh, shit, he's right there. <laughs> so I was like, oh, that's so good. That's cool. And then when I saw the after credits, I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah. How he got first introduced to the zombie land. That was pretty cool. And the apocalypse started because of Garfield 3, essentially. That was the, <laughs> it was the premiere of Garfield 3. And then he's in the middle of the interview. Yeah. I, I loved it. And then he kind of had like a good little action scene, uh, just... Just black people with chairs, yeah. yeah. Him killing like fans and stuff like that that had turned. So I was yeah. like, yeah, that's that's pretty funny. It was pretty good. So if you don't know, stay for that because a lot of people left when I was watching it. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. in my theater left. They didn't know that was happening. Mm. Um, well, just between me, I, did you know that Grace was one of the people yeah. interviewing him? Yeah. I did not recognize. That's how I her. knew that, that that was that cameo at the end. Oh, because she had mentioned it. Because she was like, "Oh, I'm filming an after credit for for Zombieland." Oh, nice. You knew somebody who was in Zombieland. No, it was just we we followed this uh, uh, YouTube personality who does reviews movies and talks about movies and shit. Yeah. So she w- she was a a, a guest reporter in, oh, that, in okay. that cameo. Yeah. She's That's a girl cool. with the blonde hair, which is funny because these are all major news people. If you if you notice that, and they put it, was, it was the lady from from Spanish to you, Gordi La Flaca. Yeah, yeah. And then you got the guy from like uh, I think what you had Al Rocker. Uh, Al Rocker. Yeah, I think he's from NBC, right? Yeah, yeah. NBC. Yeah. And so it was just pretty funny seeing all these like internet. Per- oh, and then somebody like inter- another internet personality was there too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, th- it was just pretty funny seeing like <laughs> all this happening. All these people just dying. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I thought that was a pretty. It was a pretty funny. Yeah, sequence. that was a great way to end it. It brought people together essentially because mm-hmm. those all random news outlets, and it's like, dude, this is what they actually go through during their. They're press fronts, you know. Somebody yeah. they have a, a, a hotel room and just have a revolving door of fucking press, yeah. press come in and interview. So that was pretty funny. And what makes it even funnier is that in Zombieland One, um, fuck, what's his name again? I forgot. Uh, Bill Murray. Bill Murray. In Zombieland One, they ask him when he's dying. Oh, what's your biggest regret? And he said Garfield Three. So it's funny. No, no, no. He says he says Garfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's funny so, that he's so doing a press junket the- for Garfield. You know, I think that was mm-hmm. pretty funny the way to bring it back. Any regrets? I don't know. Garfield. Yeah, <laughs> that was good. It was such a good bringing it back. You know, a perfect circle. Uh, any last thoughts? No, um, no. I think we we covered it right. Mm-hmm. All Overall, right. great movie. Yeah, go watch it if you saw one. Might as well. 
decent movie. You could may, 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 maybe catch it in still in theaters. I know we're late on this. You could potentially still catch it in theaters. Well, ladies and gentlemen, hope you enjoyed this podcast review of Zombieland Double Tap. Uh, follow us on our social media platforms. We're on Facebook and Instagram. Send us slide into the DMs. We, we read your messages. Oh, yeah. We do. <laughs> um, till next time. Bye-bye. Later, guys. <laughs>